Well, hello out there, planet Earth, and happy Friday. It's officially Christmas season, complete with some frosty feelings here in the Northeast this morning. It's brisk, it's Friday, and it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. ICYMI, or in case you missed it, SMB stands for Small and Medium-Sized Business. For the last 20 years, I've been a consultant for SMBs, a voice and sounding board for business leaders, advocating on their behalf, their employees as well. I believe very strongly, everyone, in sharing stories, providing perspective, and creating connection. So every single Friday, you could find me right here on talkradio.myc doing just that, lending what's left of my mind and my voice to this radio show where I interview SMB leaders as well as their trusted advisors. One thing that I've seen over the years is that some of the best thought leadership for SMBs actually happens on Friday, right about the time we feel that freedom of the weekend coming. However, we're also anxious to start the weekend. These crucial pearls of wisdom, they're often forgotten, overlooked, swept aside, whatever you want to call it, in favor of our fun activities and our freedom from work. Here on the show, we take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity. We discuss popular topics that are on the minds of SMB leaders, as well as their trusted advisors. Once again, the name of the show, not just a play on words. My last name actually means free in German. Nice fun fact for everybody. Uh, I hope everyone had a really nice Thanksgiving. Maybe you ate too much. Maybe you spent too much money on Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals. Regardless, it's important to be thankful and grateful this time of year. Right before the holiday, my older daughter, Hayden, she attended her first bat mitzvah on her own without mom and dad at the ripe old age of 10. If you know my daughter, she loves to dance and drink Shirley Temple, so obviously she had a blast. My SMB friends are also having some fun this time of year, most of them with a little bit more rocket fuel than the Shirley Temple. It might be cold outside, but the season of holiday parties is heating up. I attended a few this week. I will be at more next week. There are some great opportunities to network and fuel your 2023 business initiatives which is actually how I met my special guest for today. Today, we're going to be talking about dancing to success with DJ Zap. So whether it's your SMB's holiday party or your daughter's sweet 16, your wedding, your kid's mitzvah party, whatever it is, you want to make sure that the special event is memorable and remarkable. What makes that happen? The right team of people to help you plan DJ and MC your party. When guests and hosts feel the genuine moving energy from the beginning to the very end of the event, the result is an enthusiastic entertainment experience. Our special guest is a DJ that folks reach out to in the North New Jersey, New York City metro area for unforgettable parties, dancing the night away, and corporate events that SMBs rely on to celebrate with their employees. Talk is cheap. We know that. We're on talkradio.myc. We don't want this to just be talk. The goal here is to use the insight on the business landscape and create more impact on Monday morning. It is far too often that the businesses that I've worked with, they're focused on the product that's going to solve all of their problems. The magic wand, the shiny new mousetrap. One consistent thing I see out there is the products change every single day, including the TV that I just got during Black Friday, right? It's different than the one that I got 10 years ago. Every other facet of our lives, business and personal, products change every single day. There's no substitute for surrounding yourself with the right people first and focusing on a good process that's going to help you get to where you want to go. You do that, the right products will be there when you need them. Everything begins and ends with the people. So in the spirit of surrounding yourself with the right people, very excited for the discussion today. Our special guest is Jason Zaplin, also known as DJ Zap, president and founder of DJ Zap Music. So Jason is a young, talented DJ MC who has the personality and positive energy to ensure that your party will be a success. Very passionate about what he does, and his professionalism and, and attention to detail is evident in everything that he does. DJ Zap has loved music and entertainment since elementary school. He was gifted the natural ability to dance and an instinct to entertain. In third grade, he performed a choreographed Michael Jackson song in an elementary school talent show, received a lot of compliments, and the seed had been planted. He went on to become a seasoned ballroom and motivational dancer to add to his interest in becoming a DJ. By the time he was 12 years old, he was running his own DJ business. At 15, he was working junior proms and parties with decent-sized attendance. Jason feels that he was one of those real rare kids that found his calling very off, very early in life. You fast forward to today, 
He continues to live his dream and run his own DJ company. DJ Zap and team perform at corporate events, bar bot mitzvahs, birthdays, graduations, anniversaries, special occasions, and more. The mission is simple, to make sure that everyone in attendance has a great time, that every event is memorable. Each party is unique, and he knows how to make sure that each one is spectacular. Also, DJ Zap loves sports, played some soccer along the way, and still coaches basketball at his local YMCA. Just like a great NFL quarterback can read a defense, DJ Zap is an expert at reading the dance floor. He knows the right music to play at the right moment and can keep it rocking all night long. He has some great perspective on the industry from his days as an elementary school dancer to the SMB owner that he is today. As always, we're going to discuss my favorite questions around movies, TV, and music. Joining us from home base in Livingston before he hits the party circuit for the weekend, Zap, (laughs) welcome to the show, and thank you for spending your last few minutes of peace before the weekend with me. I appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Really excited to be on here today. So, DJ Zap, your story is awesome. There's a very small handful of people that I know who've harnessed their passion for the DJ business early on as a kid and continued the journey into their professional lives. I love it. I want to hear more. Talk to everyone about how you got where you are today. Yeah, of course. So thank you so much for having me. Um, so I started uh, a DJ business locally in Livingston, New Jersey. Uh, it was my buddy next door by the name of Jake Posnack, and we started J&J Entertainment, and we were young we were doing kids parties we were just doing parties left and right in the local community in town and um one of our first parties were it was actually locally right in my neighborhood in livingston was at a house we showed up we had uh he had speakers and he wanted me to be an mc kind of person and i you know we started doing some parties and stuff and um you know i think my dancing ability really took off on that level where people were like wow this guy is very high energy he's got great energy with the kids he would be perfect for this kind of business and we were starting doing kids parties um and we just did the circuit around the livingston local area and a lot of the parties that were local in the livingston community were at the elks club which is the ppac poochie performing arts center if it's still there and then it's pretzel factory below so a lot of the um local you know dj uh you know companies that were locally in the town you know of course were doing their own thing and we would do all those kids events um at that space and we were just requested pretty much every time to do those events in the local community of livingston and it was uh, just an amazing you know uh, start for me to begin um but my journey was with jake posnack of course as jj entertainment and we would do local school events in livingston and then um also going back into my early ages as a dancer i would basically just automatically just had a natural rhythm for dancing Uh, i can mention a name by the name spencer davidson uh I was dancing in my living room, I think maybe around eight, nine years old. And uh, just, he pulled out the camera, I was doing Michael Jackson or no, Staying Alive. Uh, I was doing the Staying Alive uh, um, stuff with uh, John Travolta. So that was really my start into music as well. And then got involved with Jake. And um, it was really one of my start my starts as being a dancer and being in that as well. And then of course I can relay that to Roger G who was one of my most inspirational persons uh, in dance who really just got me off with Michael Jackson and really just fomenting that kind of uh, piece in terms of Billie Jean and just really bringing that amazing energy. Um, but that was really the the start in terms of like sort of my young career and my age and just being out there and just pushing myself to the limit as a young as a young kid, I was just had, I had so much energy and I had, I, you know, even my parents saw me, my parent, my mom would drive me to do, you know, dance practice. And with Roger, Roger G would come to my house in Livingston. He would teach me how to do Michael Jackson. So shout out to Roger G if he's listening right now. Um, but um, that's how it really started. And it was just an amazing journey um, as a, as a kid. And um, a lot of people said, Oh, you know, this would be perfect for him. He's got so much energy. He's just great at what he does. And he's great with kids. And that's sort of how I, sort of started when I was younger um, as a, you know, as basically um, a dancer and, and really in that, you know, limelight. So, yeah. When you talk about starting a DJ company from the age of 12, one of my best friends, his family is in the deli and catering business. And he, he, I can remember at the age of 12 was already slicing meat and arranging the store and getting everything positioned like better than anybody else who was, you know, in their in their 20s or 30s, who was there. And, he, you know, you fast forward to today, he's still doing the same thing. He found his calling early in life. So, it, it, again, I love stuff like this where you find your calling that early in life. But, you know, you talk about 12 to 30 at this point. 
you know, what was it like to be, you know, kind of running your own business with your with your neighbor, like versus getting to this point now where you're a full blown, you know, party yeah. company that's no, in the area. It, it was, you know, I would say at the time, you know, like between that that age, we were just handing out cards and promoting and going to place to place and putting myself out there and you know doing great work and you know we're people requesting us. So when we were young, it was just really about like getting our name on the map. And in the local Livingston area and also other areas is, you know, in the kids, you know, because we were just doing kids parties. But was so what was really interesting as well, like a lot of the DJ companies that were younger in the local Livingston area used to reach out to me saying, hey, Jason, I need you to dance for me um, for my company. So they would reach out to me be like, hey, Zap, can you come dance for me? I'll, I, you know, I, I'll be the DJ. You know, you, I need you to be able to interact with the kids at the Elks Club. So that's sort of how it started when I was younger. And I can mention the person that I did that for, that was by the name of Ryan Gottsig. And I think it was by Beat by Beat Entertainment. I'm not 100% sure if that's that's when he started. But Ryan used to reach out to me to be one of his dancers to, you know, interact with kids on the, you know, the parties that that were thrown in Livingston at the Elks Club. Because that was basically the main spot to do events um, in town. And then they started doing, you know, as the years went by, they had other facilities as well that they had the sixth grade parties for the kids that would be present um, in Livingston. So, um, but just getting our word and, and name out with J&J Entertainment was really just about handing out cards, getting our name out there, you know, really just telling people about who we were. And, you know, Jake was really, I could tell you, Jake Posnack was very entrepreneurial. So I have to give him a shout out to really putting his name on the map Um you know, starting his business because he was very entrepreneurial. I was basically more of the talent aspect of an MC and a dancer. Jake was more of like the business savvy guy um, for what he did. And, and um, shout out to David Posnack if he's listening to this. David is uh, one of um, one of my dearest friends and my dad. Um, he was one of the guys actually as well. Uh, he said this would be a great fit for you. This would be an awesome opportunity for you to do this. Um, and it was just been amazing. And I've had such an amazing journey, you know, at that young age. And then, of course, I started right after that i you know had to figure out and you know and of course build dj's app and and then j and j was really my first start and go from there mm -hmm. yeah we're coming up to a break here in just a moment but as you'll see with me i love stories and analogies right so when you talk about reading the dance floor like you're reading the football field like an nfl quarterback when you did this interview with dj times where it says jersey jock dances to success do you still feel that to this day? Like some of your experience being being involved in sports really helps you become an effective DJ and reader of the room? It's 100%. I think if if you're an athlete and you're a competitor and you want to be able to, you know, it's something that I've always had in my in, in me. So to, it's about reading a dance floor and in that competitiveness in terms of sports relayed into dancing as well. So it just it's a it's a combination. So, and it's, and it's, you know, DJ times was an incredible piece um, that they wrote about me during the height of the pandemic. Um, shout out to DJ times. Thank you for, you know, having me um, a part of that magazine. I know you, I know you liked uh, Emmett Smith and dancing in the stars. So that sounds very relatable as well, but we yes. got to take a quick break. <laughs> yes. We'll be right back with DJ Zap, president and founder of DJ Zap music. Stay with us. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business, or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you 
on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back, everybody. It's Friday. It's always Friday. And it's me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're chatting with Jason Zaplin, a.k.a. DJ Zap, president and founder of DJ Zap Music. DJ Zap, before we get into the method behind your madness, I wanted to just take a moment here on this brisk Friday and sit out by my fire pit. And it looks, looks like it was probably a little bit warmer then, too, when I had that fire burning than it is today. But yeah, just real quick, before we get into it, the people that you work with make the experience. I can't say it enough, but especially with a discussion like this, you can't look at this function as a product or a commodity. Even if there are packages around you know, distributing DJ and MC types of services, people who price shop you know, DJs and ultimately say that they can make a playlist for a party, it makes me laugh hysterically. A playlist on autopilot doesn't make a party. Although, you know, it can be a real cheap way of, of making it feel like you have a DJ at a party. When you really want to make a party and you want to make an experience, that there's no substitute for the right people. Having the most expensive venue also, that doesn't make a party either. Although uh, DJ Zap has been at MetLife Stadium and places yeah. like Barclays and all of that. You know, there's, a whole bu- <laughs> there's a whole bunch of people in this area. Talk about relating sports to this, right? There's a whole bunch of people in this area who've had bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs with seven-figure price tags. And DJ Zap has been at some of those too. But you know, when, when push comes to shove, you want the team, the DJ and team that you connect best with. DJ Zap has 14 pages, 14 pages of testimonials on his website. And a lot of them sound just like this one. He was a delight to work with prior to the event, returning calls and emails promptly, and was very respectful of our specific wants and needs. He showed up promptly day of, set up quickly, and during the party, he was amazing. The kids danced all night. Older kids who hadn't planned to stay for the party all stayed because they were having the best time with Jason. Adults loved him, too. We couldn't have been happier. His focus on connecting to the kids through dance and not shouting orders through a microphone is what really made him stand out from all the other DJs we've seen at other events. I recommend him highly. Dude, harder to get a better endorsement than something like that for the business that you're in. Thank so, you so much. Jay, you. this is the method part of the show, the science behind what you do. The idea is... What do you do? How do you do it? And how do you go to market for it? So I have some thoughts for what we're going to talk about, but give me some of your initial you know, responses to that. What's the method behind your madness? Yeah. Um, you know, the method behind DJ Zap and what I've created is really about um, the experience and what I provide. You know, we have amazing packages on my website. Um, we have the Zap package buzz and Electrify package that we do offer, um, which a lot of clients have requested for many celebrations, but I think it's really about the experience and also the energy and the dance ability that I bring to my events. Um, and that's what really, that that's what really separates me from a lot of companies. I mean, you could have the biggest package at your events, but it's not really about that. It's about the connection with people and being with the kid and being with the family of the bar and bat mitzvah, or it's a wedding or if it's an after party, whatever event I'm doing or whatever DJ I'm sending out, it's really about that connection one-to-one. I feel that in our industry, there's so much out there and people are looking at so many packages and so many big setups. In my eye, it doesn't come down to that anymore. I feel like it comes down to the personal experience of having an amazing experience of the talent, the DJ, the MC, 
the dancers, the energy, the enthusiasm, the danceability that I bring to my events, it comes down to those factors. Yes, the setup is key to have at your party. I've done events where I've been at a VFW hall with 120 kids and the party is incredible. The energy is amazing. The kids wanna be there. They wanna be involved. They wanna be dancing. They wanna just have a good time. Then when we do big events with bigger setups, we see a lot of different variables where they might not want to be there. They're jaded. They've been to hundreds of bar and bat mitzvahs. They've seen a lot that's out there. So I think with, with what I bring to the table is that I'm there to really bring that enthusiasm and energy and earthy, crunchy kind of guy that I am and to be special and, and, and be memorable. And my method has always been whatever the client wants, we do the best we can to our ability to really bring that enthusiasm and energy to that event. I'm not Superman and I'm not, but I'm there to work my ass off and do the best I can for that client. No matter which client it is, I will be there. I'll set up early. I'll break down. I'll bring whatever equipment it needs to be done on site. But as I said, I think the method behind what I do is really about the personalization and really the attention to detail that I bring on my events to be the best I can and put on great dancers bring on great talent. A lot of my dancers that are coming up right now in the New Jersey, New York scene. I have a dancer who's in the city. She's local in Milburn. She is phenomenal. Shout out to her. Um, I have a dancer by the name of Morgan Preston, um, Sydney Wolf, shout out to her as well. Those two dancers that just recently did a job for me and they're just local and they're here to support small business. And, you know, right now, I think the method is really just really personalization and really just being there for the client. Um, and really about, you know, we do have amazing packages that we do offer from the Zap, the Buzz, and Electrify packages, which our most popular package right now has been the Zap package. DJ, MC, two dancers. Um, and we get requested a lot on that package right now. We do additional add-ons depending upon if you want a photo booth or if you want to do lighting or you want to do other additional add-ons. We could do stages. Everything is really a la carte based on what their needs are. But the method about about what I do is really about those factors and, and what I bring to the table. You know, what, relating it to the business world, right? The idea of somebody barking orders into a microphone or even better, somebody giving a presentation and reading things word for word off of a PowerPoint slide where it's like, thanks, I, I, I learned how to read a long time ago. <laughs> it's like, give me some type of human spin to this. <laughs> Right. It's just like right. it, it's the, it's to me, it makes all the difference in the world of something that's just checking a box like I had to have this meeting or I had to have this event versus actually connecting with the crowd. Do you Correct. do you see it that way as well? Yeah, it's it's just about connecting with the crowd. It's 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 being personal and being having that connection with the people. Um, I feel as if, you know, when we don't we do bigger setups, it just depends on the event. Everything is really based on the structure of the event. Um, it's, it could be a hit or miss. Uh, I've been in some situations where I could be at a big venue, like, you know, MetLife stadium, uh, was an incredible opportunity that I had. And that was back in 2018 where I'm at the stadium. Uh, it was a rainy day. I had a video person. There's even a YouTube link of me actually rocking the event itself with kids. It was a rainy day. Shout out to the video guy, John Bully. If he's listening to this right now, he shot the video. Morgan was there. Ralphie Anone was there as well. Um, DJ Jules was there as well. Um, shout out to my team that day. Um, so really, um, it's, 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 uh, you know, it's, it was an incredible moment, but I think the, it's really about the connection aspect of the event really. And that, in that forefront. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. So where, like, again, you know, you have these packages, you talk about the zap, the buzz, the electrify all ve very, very cool, by the way. You know, there's there's a fine line there because you know it, you get all these praises and all these testimonials that I'm reading about he listened to everything we wanted and tried to deliver everything the way that we said it how we said it all that you know I'm I'm very big by the way on the idea of it's not what you say it's how you say it but you know you get to the point like you have these things kind of packaged and bucketed to a certain extent you have three different packages for 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 mitzvahs you have three different packages for weddings yeah. but it's not kind of limited to that again it's like it's kind of a guideline it's it's not like a hard and fast rule. It's like, right. I'm, I'm sure that there are companies out there where it's just like, no, we don't do that in this package. It's the other package. And like, right. sometimes I'm sure that there's a little bit of blurred lines. Like how do, how do, how do you work with that? Yeah. The, the blurred lines. Yeah. I mean, every package is not 
exactly the package that a client is looking to have. So scenario-wise, you know, a client will say to Jason, hey, we saw you at my, you know, we saw you at a party last weekend. You know, they might want to add on some line items. They might want to stage. They might want a photo booth. They might want to have a specialty act show up during midway of the party. So everything is really like, it could be variable. Like, hey, I only want a DJ at my party for my daughter's bat mitzvah. I don't want to have the whole four-person team. I only want to have just a DJ with 150 kids in one room, which I wouldn't recommend because it's more work on the MC and the DJ perspective. So from my perspective, since I have clients that say I have moms that reach out to me and different uh, events, is that it's really, I, I have to drive, I have to be the driver's seat, you know, and, and, and tell them, you know, if you have a DJ for 150 kids in one country club and you're looking for one DJ to do your event, I would not recommend that. You need to have a team. You need to have an experience. You need to have your dancers. You need to have someone that's going to run the crowd. And I think the, the drive, I'm in the driver's seat is that I think I need to, the, the key is to educate these clients to know what goes into what we do. And that's the biggest thing right now. Um, for my method is that I have to educate my clients moving forward with a mitzvah and, and how to celebrate a proper event and how to do the right thing on an event. If you have just one DJ, I think for a bar mitzvah, I think the DJ is going to have a very hard time and he's going to be having, he's going to run all over the place. He's got to do candle lighting. He's got to do introductions. He's got to set up his equipment. It's only a one person show. How is he going to play the montage? Is he going to run to the left of the room? Is he going to run to the right of the room? Does he have to be able to j- jump and do the Cotton Eye Joe and the cha-cha slide at the same time? I've been in these situations, and I, personally, as me as a DJ, I don't recommend it. Yep, t- can totally can totally relate to the idea. And and if for nothing else, right? Yep. If there's only one person running the party, it could easily put some more pressure on the hosts of the party and making them feel like they can't enjoy things, which is why I want to read this next testimonial to everybody. It said, we were able to put everything in his hands and trust him to run the show so we could enjoy the party. I personally have been in situations where I feel like I can't enjoy my own party because of how it was set up. He did not disappoint. Jason was also remarkably available and patient leading up to the big day, answering questions, providing guidance, and helping us make decisions. A consummate professional, we cannot speak highly enough about DJ Zap, would hire him again in an instant for future events. Again, hard to get better endorsement than that. Yeah, of course. No, I, I, you know, I put my heart and my soul on my sleeve every day and do the best I can. And I, I, you know, as I said, you know, it's, it's really about just putting your sweat and tears into the work and really show the, 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 you know, the New Jersey market or the New York market, you know, the local community that I, I really just put my heart and my sleeve and my, you know, every day, just trying to get to do the best I can, you know, it's, I'm, I'm not Superman. As I said before, I just do the best I can and really put on a great show and put on great DJs and great talent. And, um, you know, people think this industry is easy work. No, it's not. It's hard work. It's long <laughs> nights. You get home between three o'clock in the morning with loading up equipment, um, into, you know, my minivan on late nights. And I think that's really the biggest message that I said to people, you know, you know, I don't work a, a Monday through Friday job. I, run a DJ business. I run a small business. I've started this business when I was a kid. Um, I think the message is I would love to send that to people to let them know this industry, you know, it's, you think it's easy work. Come, come join me on an event. And start saying- <laughs> I, I love it. When, I love it when people say crap like that, because it's just like, yeah, it's like the entire rest of the planet feels free and ready for the weekend from the work week. And it's like your work week is just starting right now. And it's like an entire work week that's crammed into two and a half days a lot of times. So there's a lot of different aspects of madness, which I can't wait to get into with you when we come back from this break. Again, we're chatting with Jason Zaplin, also known as DJ Zap, president and founder of DJ Zap Music. Stay with us, everyone. Passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time 
on talkradio.nyc. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. Not just me, though. I am joined by Jason Zaplin, also known as DJ Zap, president and founder of DJ Zap Music. DJ Zap, this is the madness part of the show, and it's always my favorite part, and your industry is chock full of madness. We were just getting into some of it in the last segment, how a lot of people think that you know being a DJ, being an MC is the easiest job ever. You're just partying all the time and hanging out with people and maybe having the occasional cocktail alongside of the party. That I, I feel like nothing could be further from the truth. Between, between you starting so early in life and dealing with the pandemic as of late, interesting, crazy requests from, from people who are you know, clients of yours, hanging with famous people, like m- people maybe focused on doing the absolute wrong things. There's, I don't know if we could fit all of the madness into one segment. I'm pretty sure that we can't. But let's start with this one. So, something like an impromptu dance competition. Is that is that something that's part of your normal rhetoric? Or is it like you know people came out of the woodwork just saying, yeah, we want to have a dance-off. Just whip it out in, front of the, in the middle of the party. 100%. I, I, I always try to advocate that on bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs because it just keeps the kids engaged. It keeps the party flowing. It keeps the actual event going. And the kids are into it and the kids are actually trying to come up with cool choreography of different, of different tracks. And then I basically come up with it, like I'm on the mic and then I'm in the middle of the party itself. And that was actually a tennis themed event where we come up with two, you know, it could be a, a, another song or another, you know, a new trending song. Like let's say it's BB Rex's new song. I'm good. We would do a dance off basically to that song. And the kids would basically come up with a choreography and they would battle each other on the dance floor. I just think it's something that it, 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 some of the madness of what we do to keep kids engaged while the adults are at the party, because you want to keep the kids engaged as much as you can. That's, that's your job. Your job is to keep the kids engaged as much as possible in that situation. And I don't think they had that at the bat mitzvah that my daughter went to, but these are all of her dance friends anyway. It's like, of course that would have went over amazing. Like, when we do do her bat mitzvah, it's got to happen. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. So, so, but you know, going back to some some earlier madness. I mean, you started out super early in life. I mean, everything yeah. going back to the the Michael Jackson event. You got tell us a little bit about this event because I, I heard a little bit about it. I feel like everyone else needs to hear about it. So. So Bernard Hill has a talent show and um, it was actually in a podcast that I was in with Jason Frizzell. If he's listening to it's on, a, you know, we're on the YouTube channel and it's awesome. Um, so I did a performance in Michael Jackson, my third grade and uh, shout out to Roger G. He would come to my house. We would practice the, you know, Billy Jean, you know, all that, you know, don't stop till you get enough. And I was in my, li- you know, my living room, you know, in my, in my, you know, the living room here in Livingston in my house. And he was come to my house and then you we were just prepping for the, the big show. So the show happens, I'm doing my thing. And, you know, I have everybody from, you know, that era to names when I had my performance uh, for the talent show at Bernard Hill, I probably had probably the most attract, like the biggest act and everybody was so engaged. And that, that was my biggest start, you know, family, friends, people from Livingston, you know, you know, my mom's friends showed up and they were in the crowd and they were just watching me do my thing. And all of a sudden, you know, when he holds his crotch, Billy, you know, boom, boom. I hold my crotch, and then uh, the next the next following day, the show is off the charts. My mom gets a call from the PTA advisor saying, "Your son's holding his crotch. We can't have him do that." No, so, <laughs> I was just I was just like, "What's going on here?" I'm like, "This is this is crazy. This is you know this is bananas." My mom called me. She said, "This this is what happened," 
And then um, my first grade teacher, you know, she she was one of my other inspirational uh, per, uh, people as well, um, Margaret Krupa. Um, you know, she was uh, very inspirational in my life as well as, as a dancer. Um, but that was the that was really my start. And I got in trouble. I'd be basically the PTA advisor called my mom saying you were holding your crotch, you know, midway performance. You know, we can't have that happen. Uh, you know, I was like, I was just like, okay, you know, <laughs> this is what happened. But, but I can tell you from that, that was my really big start um, for my like for my career because people saw that I have a stage presence. I could rock a crowd. I could be interactive. And I was at Livingston High School, my hometown here in town, and just crushing it, like into it. Like I wanted to crush that show. I wanted to show people that I could do this. This is this is what I could do. And this is how I started my career. And this is really the blossoming to, to where I am today. And, you know, it's not just me being a DJ. I think people need to understand that I'm a dancer. That's how I got started in this whole DJ business. I know I played sports. I was athletic. I have trick shots. I could play basketball. I could play soccer. I could play tennis. I could play any sport. I get it from my mama, Betsy Gottlieb. I am a true Gottlieb, real blood Gottlieb, Gottlieb Zaplin. So, um, you know, that's that's how I got my start. It's just that's that's how it began and just in really blossomed from there. Dancing was really what got me to where I am today. And shout out to my parents, my dad, who's who's an amazing person. My dad's incredible. Um, not going to tear up right now, but um, he's just an incredible guy. My, my dad was just very inspirational. He, he, saw, he saw something in me that, you know, most people didn't see. And he, he just said, just keep pushing, keep going, keep going. And, and that's what I did. I kept going. I kept pushing. I kept striving for greatness. And um, shout out to my dad and my mom that really helped me in the dance career as a ballroom dancer when I competed in ballroom as well. Um, in my mid-age between 14 and 15, who I uh, was dancing as well with uh, Gosha Kruzwenski at uh, Rogers Dance Sports Center. And then, um, you know, of course, my parents as well. Uh, they're really big advocates of, you know, me to keep, keep to keep dancing today as well and keep it going. The, the story, for some reason, it struck a nerve with me where I, I remember getting in trouble for when I <laughs> when I was in, in elementary school back in the day. I was wearing a, an, I'm a huge Simpsons fan, always have been, always will be. <laughs> I was wearing my, my T-shirt that said, I'm Bart Simpson. Who the hell are you? Right. It's right, like, right. apparently that wasn't okay. So, right, right. But it, it, you know, still, it's like, I, I look at back then, it's like, I was like Bart's age. Now I'm like Homer's age. It's just very, very interesting <laughs> to me. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, you got a big star grabbing your crotch on stage and getting people engaged. You got a call from the PTA. Big deal. Like, worst yeah. things have happened. Right. Worst, worst things happen. You got a call from the PTA advisor. Um that was really my, that was really my biggest start in the, I guess, in the community of Livingston where, you know, people were doing acts, they were doing shows. You had other, you had other performers as well that were performing their own skits. So you had other, you know, maybe they were doing the back. I don't know what they were doing at the time, but I actually have the call sheet, which is crazy on my, I don't even have it on my phone, but it's on my phone. It's somewhere in my house, but, um, but yeah, it's, it was just an, a great, it was an amazing opportunity. and. Um, I am, you know, grateful for that opportunity and, and to, to showing, you know, at the, at the, at my young age as a kid doing that. So, so, so speaking of the PTA, let's take the T out of there and talk about PA work for a second. We came, the pandemic came, yep. you know, special events were canceled, put on hold. Like I, I had, to, I had a 40th birthday in my backyard with a band that, that my, that my wife had hired and everything, which was a blast, <laughs> which was an absolute blast actually. That's awesome. So, but, but, you know, during the pandemic, a lot of folks in, in your type of world, even a whole bunch of them that you know, and that I know, even, even folks that I have, have been on my show previously, you know, they had to find other ways to, to make ends meet while everything was on hold. So, you know, you actually had the opportunity to do some production assistant work with one of your cousins, right? Yes, I have. Yeah. I was on, um, um, I did some PA work, uh, for my cousin. We did a music video in, in 2020. Um, we did a video with uh, Pierre Bjorn, uh, for you video. Um, I was uh, a PA on that, which was incredible, an incredible experience for me to uh, do. Um, shout out to my cousin Seth Zaplin. Um, he is in the rap industry. Um, he was at just at Thanksgiving, so um, you know he gave me an opportunity to see if I could help him. He just knows I have a lot of event production side savviness in terms of loading equipment for many many years, so he utilized me to uh, facilitate. Um, that production uh, as a PA, which I learned a lot. I didn't have a lot of experience in that certain field, 
Um, and it was a great opportunity just to see how um, a music video shoot would work. Um, and we were on site. I would have to pick up props. I would have to, you know, be on site for when he needed me to be there. Um, there was a lot of different things that I saw that were very familiar to event work as well, meaning you're, you know, you're moving a lot of equipment. You're putting in different, you know, uh, you know, different equipment into a car, taking it out on top of, you know, uh, being with my cousin, Seth, who was doing that shoot as well. Um, and being there present, um, with all the talent that he had to, uh, get on that, uh, music video shoot as well. So it was a great opportunity to keep myself busy during the height of the pandemic, which I did. Um, and, um, yeah, it was just a great opportunity. So, you know, this also kind of fits into the madness category. Your cousin's in the rap industry. Like you have all these pictures out and about of, of, of famous folks that you, that you've hung out with along the way, you know, you got, you got some popular people from the rap industry going on. You got Preston Bailey, you got Tracy Morgan's like, what's, what's all your travels with these guys? It's amazing. Um, well, I think the biggest thing for me has been really, um, you know, with Tracy Morgan, I could go back to relay that and talk about Tracy. Um, I had an opportunity, uh, I think it was in 2017 with a party planner, um, by the name of Jenny Orsini, who I've been reaching out to for many, many years. I used to, I still email party planners consistently looking to get work on a consistent basis because I'm hungry for work. I want the work. I want the better work. And that's what I'm looking to do. Um, so I reached out to her multiple times and I had an opportunity, um, to DJ for, I guess it wasn't, you know, it was for Tracy Morgan. I had no idea. And then I show up to his house in Alpine, New Jersey. Um, it was probably the most, um, for me, I was really, it was re- really an amazing experience. And, um, I was also very nervous, um, cause he's a big wig in comedy and I was literally, you know, I showed up to his house, um, you know, and, uh, it was just a great opportunity. And I was, I DJed in his backyard. It was for his kid's birthday party. And it was just an, an amazing experience. And, you know, Tracy's an amazing person. Um, he's been through a lot in his life, um, and uh, just to be there and be present and being a part of his uh, family's day was just very special to me, um, just because we've been in some similar uh, situations. Um, and, um, you know, he's a, you know, shout out, I know he's a big New York Knicks fan. So, uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember that he had a really bad car accident. I know you had a car accident at some point, you know, when you had some DJ equipment and stuff in the car. And that's it's you know, no, one, no one ever likes hearing stories like that. But, you know, it's, you know, 10% is what happens to you. 90% is what you do with it. It's awesome to see see you guys together and hanging out. You DJ in his backyard. Everyone's doing yeah. great. I'll yeah. it upward, baby. It was a it was it was just a um, a heartwarming experience for me. And um, to be a part of that day. Um, I had a little, you know, it's, it's funny because I've DJ and I was DJing and my mind was really going through a lot and um, just a lot of emotions and a lot of different things were going on. But I'm, I was happy to be there. I'm happy to be present and be a part of his day and part of his celebration with this with this family. Absolutely. There's some crazy madness. There's some really fun madness. There's all kinds of madness around the industry. We should actually make another episode where we only talk about the madness of the industry because we could probably fill up one one better episode with all of that. But in the meantime, we got to take a break. We will be right back with Jason Zaplin, also known as DJ Zap, president and founder of DJ Zap Music. Stay with us. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. 
You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We are chatting with Jason Zaplin, DJ Zap, president and founder of DJ Zap Music. Zap, great stuff from you here today. Really appreciate you coming on. Love the story. Love what you're doing. Love how you're doing it. This is the message part of the show. This is the idea from Weekend Insight to Monday Impact. We want to leave people with some sound bites that they don't forget over the weekend. You know, a lot of a lot of what I've been thinking about as it, as it relates to you is you people really need to see the value in this type of function. Sometimes it's it might be looked at as a line item on a huge list of things that comprise a party and comprise a special event. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, it's all about how you connect with the team who's running the party. If there's somebody who's just barking, barking orders into a microphone and this is what comes next, like similar to doing an interview, if it's just questions one through 27, like an interrogation, doesn't really feel like you're engaged with the guests. Like, you know, that's why I like to, you know, keep this as conversational as possible and really be able to make a connection with the person on the other side of the Zoom, right? But, you know, talk to us a little bit about the message, the sound bites that you want to leave everybody over the weekend. Lay it on us. Yeah, no, I, as I said, I mean, for the weekend, I would say the message that I would send is just, you know, we put on great events and we're really there to be a part of people's days and really be a part of the parties. You know, it's a lot of work in terms of what we do. And you can relay the message, you know, it's, it's late nights and late weekends and, and it's a lot of um, hard work and determination in terms of the event production we do and, and shout out to all the, you know, event professionals all across New York and New Jersey. And, you know, as I said, I mean, I think the message I would like to send is just, you know, we put our heart and our, you know, our heart into the work that we do for our clients on a daily basis and just really put on great events for people all across New York and New Jersey. And just to relay the message of, you know, we're here to put on a great show and, and great events and put on great talent and not be, you know, all, you know, not be over the top, but also just be really present for people and during these times and be and be there for people and and be present on these events and really just do the best you can to your ability and, and put on a great event. No, that's, that's awesome. And, you know, coming up shortly, uh, when's Hanukkah start December 18th, I think, but yes. uh, I know you, I know you're DJing a Hanukkah party at uh, yes. Tem- Temple <laughs> Benet or right by yeah. right, it's in Livingston, right? That is, um, that is actually a Temple Benet or is in Marstown. So Marstown. I, it's funny, I got hit up, I think from a catering company that has reached, they reached out to me, I think a couple of times, and I guess maybe she dropped my name. So, um, which is great, uh, on that level. And, um, we're doing a Hanukkah event on the 16th. So, um, that is at a temple event. Um, hopefully, you know, we get a great turnout for that where people want to come and, you know, dance. It's, it's a kid, more kid, uh, oriented event. Um, but I think the, the biggest message is really about telling people that, you know, this industry is a late night industry and it's a late night business. And we put me personally putting staff and dancers, my goal is to put people to work and keep dancers going and keep the dance community because my background is dance. When I put dancers to work and when I come home from an event and I do a bat mitzvah, my biggest satisfaction is when my client comes up to my dancer and tips my dancers. When they tip my, my, my team, my DJ, my dancers, it means a lot to them because we work tirelessly to make these events so special. And people need to understand we work our butts off. We are there. <laughs> we're sweating. We're setting up equipment. We're loading in equipment. And I think the biggest thing is really value of what we bring to the table. And that's the message. We bring value. It's not just a Spotify playlist. It's not just a computer playing music. It's not just someone showing up to a beautiful home with a spot, you know, with a with an iPod. It's about the connection with the people of the party. And that's the biggest message. It's about being a part of that celebration. And I hope that message will send to people and people could hear it and, and realize that because it's really about the talent perspective, the dancers, the energy, the enthusiasm, the love and the passion that I bring on my events. And that's really the message I would love to send to people that booking a DJ. It's not just 
playing music off your phone. Yes, you could do that, but it's about the connection of having a party with the DJ, playing the music, the MC, the dancing energy. I think the pandemic was sort of in that spiral mode of saying, hey, I could be accessible to all of these things and play music. No, it's really about the connection <laughs> and being there. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, not to go back to our, our sports analogies to your world, uh, MetLife <laughs> Stadium or otherwise, you know, being that NFL quarterback, you know, that's really trying to read the field. A lot yeah. of times a quarterback has to call an audible. They have to call, you know, something that they might not have planned the play for. Right. So it, it relates very well to the idea of it's not a planned playlist. It's something where you have to be able to read the room, whether it's a dance floor, whether it's inside MetLife Stadium at a party or it's in somebody's backyard. It doesn't have to be Tracy Morgan. It could be my backyard as an example. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, of course. But, yeah but, but just being able to read the room, read the crowd, read the kids, read the adults, read how everybody's interacting and be able to maybe adjust something on the fly so that everybody gets reengaged and everybody wants to stay partying, rocking through, through the night. Yeah, I, I mean, I am the quarterback for many, most events. I, I hold the reins, you know, if, if you know, if, Something doesn't go right. I have to be a change accordingly on site when something goes wrong or there's a dancer or, or maybe does something doesn't show up or there's, there's, just, there's just so many crazy things that could pop up last minute being in this industry for quite some time. And I've seen a lot on the back end. You just have to go through it and do the best you can to accommodate at that time where you're in that situation. So I am basically the quarterback and the key is to protect the quarterback, which I am the quarterback. So I have to be able to accomplish the task and do the best I can to my ability and be that person. And um, I'm at a point in my career where I'm trying to get more people more involved in my business a little bit more um, since I am a small business um, and uh, just do the best I can to, you know, put dancers on. I think the biggest thing I, I, I am here to support the dance community 100% because there are so many dancers out there in New York and New Jersey that need gig work. They need work. And then the biggest thing for mitzvahs and bar and bat mitzvahs, I need to, I, it makes me satisfied that when I put a dancer on, it just brings me joy because it, it, it gives, it gives them work. It gives them opportunities. It doesn't, you know, they're sitting home waiting for their next gig. You know, I try to do that as much as I can to put on those, you know, talented, amazing, you know, professionals that are in the New York city, New Jersey region that are dancers as well. So. I love the idea of protecting the quarterback back to those clients that ask you for just the one person to do the DJing, MC dancing all in one. It's like, well, then you don't have people to protect the quarterback. You also don't have a defensive line to protect the people who are hosting the party from the onslaught of crap that they might have to deal with. So. Correct. So yeah, nuts. No, it's, it's, a. Uh... It's it's really um, just doing just really doing the best you can and and really just being present for these clients. Um, there is a lot of madness, as you know, and there's a lot out there um, in the industry. Um, and just really just working with people that actually value what you do, value yeah. me personally. You know, yeah. we're, we're we're I'm a person, so when I wake up in the morning, I'm here to do the best I can for that client on a Saturday. But I'm not here to you know if there's pricing that's lower than what what I do. I just can't do it for that. And I'm not valued at that perspective. Then it's, you know, I have to, you know, pass on that event, but it's just, you do the best you can and you pick and choose where you want to go. Um, I'm at sort of trying to get at that level um, and, you know, be in that forefront and try to, you know, do that kind of stuff. Once again, DJ Zap, really appreciate you coming on today. DJZapMusic.com is the website. DJ Zap Music is the handle for all social media. He's got a great following. Get in touch with him. Get an introductory discussion going about your mitzvah, your wedding, your party, your prom, whatever's going on, whether it's this year, next year. Well, not much time left in this year. You probably don't have time for that now. But next year, a couple of years from now, get in touch with DJ Zap. He's the man. Before I let you go for the day, sure, we are sure. going to revisit the uh, answers to my favorite questions. Who's your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? And what's your favorite musical instrument? And who's the artist you'd like to hear play it? So let's get into it. Your favorite movie character is Andy Dufresne from Shawshank Redemption. So Shawshank, yes. one of the top top rated movies of all time. Guy that's you know what has has to go away for a real long time. 
real smart about how to get out of particular situations. Eventually, you know, I don't want to spoil the movie for people. If you haven't seen it yet, get a freaking TV. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a great, great character. Love it. You also mentioned one of your favorite TV shows as well from Entourage, Johnny Drama. Somebody who is perpetually the underdog, always trying to make it big, always missing, always getting crappy directors and crappy auditions and everything. But you know, ultimately, always seems to find his way, whether it's alongside of his of his bit of his brother or not. Right? Yep. So, what if, what if, one of your favorite TV shows again being Entourage. My favorite character personally is Ari Gold. I can't get enough of him. <laughs> it's, it's all you I mean, got Ari, going, baby. Ari's 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 amazing. I mean, I, I mean, Johnny is just just. His, just the character itself. I mean, just, there's a lot of relatable parts in terms of where he's he in just in, to me as well. Just just you know in in general. So you you mentioned the movie Invincible. So going back to some of your your sports type of analogies, like somebody who's told that they can't do this, can't do that, against all odds, overcomes it, does what they got to do. You know, awesome awesome discussion there. You also told me about a new movie that has it come out yet? The Fableman, or did you get a sneak peek at it? I haven't seen it yet. I so I saw it with my dearest family friends in um in Short Hills, and the film was very very inspirational for me because you know spielberg is an amazing you know probably one of the top film you know amazing movie directors of all time and to to see where he came from and and a lot of the obstacles that he had to overcome you know i was in a very similar way i was in not the direct way of going hey i'm gonna i'm gonna go you know i'm gonna go to you know i'm gonna go this this direction and go to college get all this other but he he went in a total direction in terms of following his passion his heart and i think that that's sort of, you know, what my dad always said. I, I wasn't always the, and p- if people knew this, I wasn't always the straight laced guy saying, Hey, you got to go to college. You got to go get a degree. You got to go be a teacher. You got to go get a Monday through Friday job with benefits that are going to provide you with s- s- sustainability. So yep. uh, I was in a total opposite direction. And I just went with the DJ industry and the DJ business um, because of dance. And um, that's sort of where I, that's how I became DJ Zap and just, you know, went through all obstacles. And, but going back to Fableman's, I mean, it's a phenomenal film. I highly recommend it. If anybody definitely see it, go see it, go see it right away. The, the Fableman's yeah. loose, loosely based on the life of Steven Spielberg. No surprise that your favorite musical instrument is the human voice uh, by the <laughs> king, by the king of pop himself, Michael Jackson. So uh, plenty of Michael Jackson to relate to this conversation. We'll uh, we'll keep the crotch grabbing to a minimum. But again, <laughs> Zap, Zap, great to have you on the show here today. Love it, man. Keep doing what you do, and definitely uh, wish you the best for this weekend with all the parties that you got to do. It's like the again the exact opposite of a lot of the folks I have on the show. This is their free time and this is your busy time so uh yeah once once again everybody we will be back friday next week 11 a.m eastern time here on talkradio.myc with more always friday we're going to be talking to my buddy james jacoby with ascend advisors have a great weekend we will see you next week bye bye everyone business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. 
On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 